You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Tuesday, July 19. The Therapeutic Goods Administration has approved a COVID-19 vaccine for children aged between six months and five years. The regulator has provisionally approved a paediatric dose of the Moderna vaccine, which contains a lower concentration of the active ingredient and involves two shots 28 days apart. It's the first time a vaccine for the age group has received provisional approval in Australia and comes after the TGA considered data from clinical trials in Canada and the United States, which included more than 6,000 participants aged from six months to six years. The study found the immune response to the vaccine in children was similar to that seen in young adults aged 18 to 25 and had similar safety levels. Australia's immunisation expert advisory group ATAGI will now assess the regulator's approval and provide advice to the government about whether children in the age group should be eligible. Tonya Plibersek has promised the Albanese government will do more to protect the environment following the release of a damning new report. The Minister for Environment and Water called the five-yearly State of the Environment report shocking, as the 2,000-page document revealed Australia's environment is getting worse, as the combined effects of climate change, pollution, land clearing and mining are taking a dangerous toll. She also accused former Environment Minister Susan Lay of receiving the report in December, but keeping it secret ahead of the May federal election due to its damning findings. Ms Plibersek has called for an immediate start on improving our environmental data and regional planning, saying, I will probably make some calls that some people disagree with, but I am absolutely determined to improve the system. However, Ms Plibersek stopped short of increasing the government's 43% emissions reduction target. Commuters in New South Wales will face more transport disruptions next week as a long-running dispute between the state government and rail unions continues. The Rail, Tram and Bus Union has called a four-hour stoppage on Thursday, July 28, but it is expected to impact people wanting to board trains throughout the day. Unions are calling for a 3.5% pay increase, as well as safety modifications to the Korean-built new intercity fleet, which they say isn't safe. But the government says the new round of industrial action is a tactic to pressure it into agreeing to what it says are exorbitant increases in wages and conditions, equivalent to 16.5% in the first year. 
The trial of a man who pleaded guilty to killing 17 people, including mostly children, during a Florida school shooting has begun in the United States. The now 23-year-old is facing 17 counts of first-degree murder, for which he will either spend the rest of his life in prison or be subject to the death penalty. The gunman, who was just 19 at the time of the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland in 2018, appeared before the jury as prosecutors delivered their opening statements. Family members of the victims, many of whom were just 14 years old, were sobbing in court, with some even forced to leave the room as footage from the incident was played for the first time. The trial is expected to last four to six months and will be televised, as it's a rare case of a mass shooter appearing before a jury as they are frequently killed by police or take their own lives. Western Europe is continuing to swelter through a heat wave that so far has seen temperatures as high as 43 degrees. The UK is expected to see its hottest day ever today, causing travel disruptions with trains cancelled and flights at London's Luton Airport suspended as part of the runway has melted. Meanwhile, experts say parts of France are facing a heat apocalypse as wildfires are forcing tens of thousands of people to abandon their homes, particularly in the country's southwest. In the region of Gironde, firefighters are still battling to control blazes which have been burning for a week straight and have already destroyed nearly 17,000 hectares of land. Spain and Portugal are also suffering where more than 1,000 deaths have been attributed to the heat in recent days. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive on the political crisis in Sri Lanka, including how it started, what could resolve it, and how it's impacting Aussies who have family there.